we've been tagging and tracking fish for literally decades. Over those years is a distinct pattern that repeats and repeats. But in, in the last several years, that pattern is no longer there. This is Rick Gaucher. He's been fishing since he was 13. Today, he's the owner of Sacred Sea Tuna, a family-owned albacore canned tuna business. Rick is just a small part of the massive $40 billion tuna industry. In its latest tracking from NOAA, the U.S. imported over 637 million pounds of tuna in 2020. Nearly 71% of that was canned. Over the course of the 40 plus years I've been in the fishing industry, we've had to learn to be more adaptable and, and uh, more nimble in our response to new technologies, new markets, changes in global markets. The industry is largely made up of multinational conglomerates with large fleets of suppliers sourcing tuna for household names like Chicken of the Sea, owned by Thai Union Group, the largest seafood producer in the world. At Thai Union is around four to $4.5 billion. And it has been growing quite nicely over the past two years. But despite its vast scale, the canned tuna industry has faced some serious challenges. Since 2000, per capita consumption has dropped by more than 45%, a decline mainly triggered by shifting consumer preferences. But there are also some other challenges, like years of consolidation stifling competition, questions around sustainability and transparency, and a price-fixing scandal lasting nearly a decade. CEO of Bumblebee, ended up getting indicted and then convicted for price fixing. I mean, there, there are all sorts of things going on. This is a $40 billion industry. So unsustainable, illegal, unregulated and unreported fishing is a major concern. CNBC visited Chicken of the Seas packaging facility in Lyons, Georgia and Wild Planet Tuna in McKinleyville, California to get a better idea of the inner workings of the $40 billion tuna industry. Over 100 miles from the nearest ocean, in the heart of Georgia's countryside lies one of America's largest canned tuna processing facilities, Chicken of the Sea. I'm standing in front of our giant drive-in freezer. These frozen pallets are brought in through the port of Savannah, uh, where we receive them from processing plants all over the world. Most of our fish is processed in Thailand, but we also receive fish processed from other areas of the world. Most major tuna brands like Chicken of the Sea and Wild Planet do not have their own dedicated fishing fleets. Instead, fishing is outsourced to third-party suppliers. We don't have any, any, any boats, any fishing boats on this one, so we are buying all our fish from uh, third-party suppliers, and we don't control them at all, of course. We are significant because we are producing maybe one can out of four or five uh, within, the, within the world. Canned tuna has been a staple in American pantries for years, and for good reason. It's cheap and loaded with protein. The process of how it gets into American homes looks something like this. Thai Union and other similar entities primarily gather tuna from global fishing fleets in tuna-rich zones. Fishing vessels spend days or even weeks catching fish before returning to ports. Some even prolong their time at sea using transshipment, a process of where they offload their catch to a carrier ship, resupply, and head back out for more. Once caught, the tuna is prepped for processing, and that's in Thailand, where the tuna is frozen and from there, it's transported to places like Lyons, Georgia. The tuna shipped from Thailand is then thawed at Chicken of the Sea's canning facility to about 38 degrees. It's then unwrapped from its plastic casing, cut to size for cans filled with brine, oil, or water, then pressure cooked in its retort process, where about 18,000 cans are cooked at a time. Once the tuna is done cooking, it's then ready for shipping. But there are other ways to prepare canned tuna for the masses. Just take Wild Planet's approach. So I began 
canning tuna in 1999 with just pure tuna in the can with only salt, no water or oil. And that cooks in the can exactly the same as my Portuguese family method that we had done for decades before that. Conventional tuna processing is done with pre-cooking of the tuna in ovens and then cleaning the tuna once it's cooked and the meat is firm and easy to clean and then it's packed in the can but it's lost its moisture and so they have to add water or oil and then cook it again in the sterilization process. Catching tuna is exceptionally challenging, even for the largest tuna processor and exporter Thai Union Group, which brought in $4.3 billion in 2022. Vessel costs are rising, import tariffs are pricey, oil prices are constantly fluctuating, and tuna migration patterns are becoming unpredictable. When you head out on the open water and you are trying to catch something that may or may not be there and trying to follow it around the globe and then get it back to your point of origin to then have it processed, to then ship it out. It's just a much more dynamic space. You know, it's not a high margin business. Thai Union brought over $980 million in revenue and a 3% profit margin in the second quarter of 2023. Overall, our, our operating margin stands around 4, 5, 6% during the good year. If you're not performing well, if you're not efficient in your operations, then you will lose some ground. Despite being a tight margin industry, Tuna companies like Thai Union have faced dwindling U.S. consumption rates for decades, plateauing from 2016 to 2018. Call it 2016 to 2018, there was an oversupply of tuna simply because the trends weren't in the consumption favorability. But since then, and now as it's continued to expect to grow at a, call it a 5% rate, there's every likelihood that tuna prices will continue to fluctuate and go up as a result of the demand. But in 2020, there was high demand for tuna. A big part of that surge was the pandemic as consumers flocked to this affordable, protein-packed staple, pushing consumption rates to its high since 2011. That translated to a near 19% profit spike for Thai Union in 2020, with consumption growing about 18% from the previous year. U.S. consumption stabilized while Thai Union's profits saw record highs. But in 2021, tuna's consumption rates dropped again. And consequently, Thai Union's profits went down by about 20% from 2021 to 2022. Due to its unique positioning, Thai Union has protected itself from serious downturns. The company began as a processor and exporter of canned tuna in the 1970s. But over the last 46 years, the conglomerate steadily invested and acquired tuna brands in order to compete in new markets. So very, very rapid growth over the, the first 30 years, I would say. Uh, the past 10 years, um, I think we have been facing with a more mature market. Uh, so the challenge we are facing is really how can we um, attract against new consumers in the category. The tuna industry has experienced significant consolidation, all of which has had implications on market control and pricing. In 2014, Chicken of the Sea pursued a $1.5 billion deal to acquire Bumblebee, but that never materialized. Instead, it opened up a Pandora's box of legal woes for the top U.S. tuna brands, as the DOJ unmasked a price-fixing scandal. There was a huge lawsuit in 2015 where Bumblebee and Starkist and Chicken of the Sea were thought to be in collusion. There is a lot of competition in the space, but I think it's one of those rare situations where there's also co-opetition. At the time, the three largest companies, Bumblebee, Starkist, and Chicken of the Sea, collectively controlled 80% of the U.S. market. They were accused of conspiring to increase tuna prices, leading to lawsuits, substantial fines, and imprisonment. 
Bumblebee and Starkiss pleaded guilty and agreeing to fines of $25 and $100 million, respectively. In September of 2017, Thai Union acknowledged the fact that Chicken of the Sea had taken on the role of a whistleblower and therefore avoiding direct penalties. Nonetheless, the company didn't emerge unscathed. It took on settlements approximately $39.5 million and went through a comprehensive overhaul of policies and leadership structure. First of all, we have been changing many people in the top management and in the, in the, in the executives also. Plus, we have been launching also a very strict uh, compliance and training program uh, for, again, for the top management, the executives, and also for the whole sales force. We made it very clear that there could not be any discussion at all with competitors, even friendly discussions. You cannot have a friend with your competitors because it's, it's too dangerous and, and too risky on this one. The effects of the scandal trickled into consumers as well. The DOJ estimated $600 million in losses for both customers and retail and business partners. The former CEO of Bumblebee and the scandal's alleged ringleader was sentenced to 40 months in prison. Less than a year later, Bumblebee was acquired by Taiwanese FCF for roughly $928 million. The pandemic caused serious supply chain backlogs. Entering 2023, inflation increased operational costs. We, we had to do some, some price increase and the whole industry has been doing some price increase to cope with the, the inflation. The price of the tuna right now is record high and it has been record high since the beginning of the year. So we are still impacted a lot by inflation. One pressing concern for Thai Union has been freight costs. Being a global supplier with a vast manufacturing base in Asia, shipping from Thailand to its largest import of the U.S. has ballooned. Of course, we have a very large manufacturing footprint in, in Asia and in Thailand. So the price of the container from, from Thailand to the U.S. is very important for us. And, and we have been facing some prices multiplied by four or five last year. Uh, we have been facing also after the war between Russia and Ukraine uh, on inflation, on the, the energy prices also on the packaging and also on the utility pricing. But the price surge isn't limited to just operational logistics. The cost of tuna itself has spiked. Typically, Thai Union sourced skipjack tuna for anywhere between $1,400 and $1,700 per ton or 2,000 pounds. In 2023, those figures are hovering between $1,800 to $2,000. And, and the issue we are facing is when you are reaching this kind of level of uh, tuna price, uh, then many customers, they will just wait and see, okay? They know the situation is not supposed to last very long, so they will just stop ordering uh, and they will wait for some, some price decrease. And, and this is a bit the situation we have been facing since the beginning of 2023. To better mitigate these price shocks, Thai Union has been proactive trying to push for automation and, of course, raising prices. Beyond inflation and record prices, the industry is also battling more existential threats. Sustainability, climate change, and illegal fishing are just a few areas affecting large conglomerates like Thai Union and smaller business owners like Rick Gaucher. The way I see it, the, the biggest threat to the viability of the albacore fishery to future generations of fishermen is climate change. Climate change is changing virtually everything about what we do, about where the fish are, where the bait is, what kind of bait that we're seeing, what kind of fish we're seeing. The $40 billion tuna industry spans 70 countries, teeming with fisheries competing for a market share of the world's most popular fish. Amid this, sustainability challenges persist. Brands like Wild Planet are leading with traceability to combat illegal fishing, hoping to foster a more sustainable future for the industry. We buy fish from the vessels that are known in their port of landing and that are identified, recognized, and properly registered in that country. 
and, and that limits our, our, our pool of fish that we can buy, but we're confident, therefore, in that fish being what it actually is, is stated to be. The World Wildlife Fund is urgently advocating for more sustainable fishing regulations, fearing the industry will otherwise collapse. What we are seeing in the last few decades, we are seeing a 20-fold increase in conflict over fish. And with climate change, tuna and other fish is going to move to other parts of their territory. So we are going to see 23% in the next eight years of fish, including tuna, move from one place to the other. And this is really, really dangerous for food, livelihood, and peace and security, considering just how important a tuna are in general.